Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 19 of Revelation chapter 13, and we're continuing to uh, look into verse 10 and the statement there that says, Here is the patience and the faith of the saints, which led us to Matthew 21, and that very interesting parabolic picture that uh, the Lord Jesus gave of cursing the fig tree and then the things that he said to the disciples after he cursed the fig tree with an eternal curse. He said in Matthew 21, verse 20, And when the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, How soon is the fig tree withered away? Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say unto you, If ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, But also, if ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. Our last study we saw how the kingdom of Satan is typified by a mountain, seven mountains. And the last, the seventh mountain, took place. It was a period of Satan's rule at the beginning of the Great Tribulation throughout the the entire period of the Great Tribulation. And then at the end of the Great Tribulation, that rule came to an end. That was the seventh kingdom, the seventh mountain of Satan. And and what happened then? It was Judgment Day, and God cast the mountain into the sea. But here we're saying it's the believers, because Jesus is, is speaking to the disciples that represent the believers, telling them that you will not only do what I have done to this fig tree, and we did, as God opened up information from his word concerning the judgment on the churches, we likewise cursed a fig tree, as the fig tree represents Israel in the first instance, but Israel represents the church, and therefore um, we likewise uh, have cursed the fig tree with an eternal curse as we declared what the Bible said concerning God's judgment beginning at the house of God. But in addition, but also, it says in Matthew twenty-one twenty-one, If ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the, into the sea, it shall be done. And we have done that also because God has begun to reveal through the scriptures. He has opened up additional information from his word, the Bible, concerning Judgment Day, that it was a spiritual judgment, just like the judgment on the churches and congregations was a spiritual judgment. And it was a time when God shut the door of heaven, put out the light of the gospel for the world, and ended his salvation program. All the the identical things that he first did to the churches. And we are now 
sharing this information with others, with all that will listen. And in doing so, the mountain of Babylon, the mountain of the kingdom of Satan, is being cast into the sea. As the sea represents the wrath of God, the furious anger of God, as he is pouring out uh, his uh, punishment upon the unsaved inhabitants of the world who comprise the kingdom of Satan. And it's not that we're judging, it's not that we have any power to curse the fig tree or to uh, speak and have a mountain cast into the sea of ourselves. It is done by God. God is the one who is the judge, who performs the doing of these things. But as he opens up his word to reveal what he has done, then it could be said, and and it is being said here in Matthew 21, that we will do uh, what Christ did in cursing the fig tree, and more than that, we'll do something um, extra additional in casting the mountain into the sea, as we will likewise proclaim that a spiritual judgment took place on May 21, 2011. And as we are declaring a spiritual judgment occurred, well, that means you can't see it with physical eyes. You you can't look around and see any destruction. You you see no literal fire of God's wrath. It and and we point to um, scripture that says the sun is darkened, and we don't see that, or the the moon is not giving its light, and you could maybe look at uh, the next full moon and you see a bright moon in the sky, so it's not literal at all. Or we declare from the Bible the door is shut, and yet we we cannot see any physical door uh, in the heavens above. We could never see it while it was open, and we can't see it with our physical eyes now that it's shut. But again... God is doing the same thing he did with the judgment on the church. You will see these things through eyes of faith. And that's why the emphasis here in Matthew 21, 21, Verily I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do with this which is done to the fig tree, but also... If he shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done according to the perfect timetable of God, according to his times and seasons, and according to the uh, revelation of the righteous judgment of God in its proper time, as God is now showing us these things. Okay, now, now we, we speak of them and we believe. We, we trust the Bible. Therefore, it is by faith that we understand that heaven's door is shut, that the light of the gospel is put out and, and so forth, that God has saved all of his elect. All these things are revealed in the word of God, the Bible. And we believe them. And uh, that's why it says, going to Matthew 24, 
In verse 29, immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then in verse 30, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. See, this this is a sign God has given in heaven. And the, the darkening of the sun and the moon and the falling of the stars is a sign of the coming of the Son of Man. But since it's not literal, the heavens were spread, the spiritual heavens were spread out by the Bible. And, and in uh, Judgment Day, in Revelation 6, God speaks of the heavens being rolled up like a scroll. Because the scroll is, is, is how the heavens were first seen. As God put the lights of the spiritual heavens in the sky through his word, he, he lit the world through his word. But now it's the time of the end, Judgment Day, time to put the lights out, so let's roll up the scroll. And if you close the book, the Bible, then you, no light would emanate. No light would come forth. And, and in a sense, that's what God has done. And this will be seen, not physically, not physically at all. We'll see Christ coming in the clouds, as clouds refer to judgment, on the pages of the scripture in the word of God. Well, uh, we we saw how Jer- uh, Jeremiah fifty one twenty four and twenty five calls Babylon a destroying mountain, and God will make it a burnt mountain. Let's also turn to Revelation eighteen, and Revelation eighteen is a well known chapter where God is uh, detailing the judgment of Babylon, and it says in verse twenty. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. Now, uh, it doesn't say a mountain here, but it speaks of a stone, like a great millstone that is cast into the sea, and that represents Babylon. Of course, mountains are made of stone, and and uh, here God is picturing, one thing's for certain, that Babylon is cast into the sea. And again, the sea illustrates the wrath of God in the day of judgment. Now, this imagery that God is describing in the, in these verses is taken also from Jeremiah chapter 51. Let's go back to Jeremiah 51, and I'll start reading in verse 60. So, Jeremiah wrote in a book all the evil that should come upon Babylon, even all these words that are written against Babylon. And Jeremiah said to Sarah, 
when thou comest to Babylon, and shalt see, and shalt read all these words. Then shalt thou say, O Jehovah, thou hast spoken against this place to cut it off, that none shall remain in it, neither man nor beast, but that it shall be desolate for ever. And it shall be, when thou hast made an end of reading this book, that thou shalt bind a stone to it, and cast it into the midst of Euphrates, and thou shalt say, Thus shall Babylon sink, and shall not rise from the evil that I will bring upon her, and they shall be weary. Thus far the words of Jeremiah. And that's how the chapter 51 ends. And here God is referring to the book of Jeremiah, and the book of Jeremiah is part of the Bible. And Jeremiah is speaking to Sarahiah, is giving him instructions. When he comes to Babylon, he's first to read all these words, and and especially chapters 50 and 51. That's how um, Jeremiah's uh, uh, writing concludes with judgment on Babylon. That, well, there is a chapter 52 that just goes back into a historical narrative, but but you're first to read these words that were spoken against this place, Babylon, to cut it off, and, and it will be desolate forever. It's an eternal curse by God against Babylon. And once you've done reading this book, then you bind a stone to the book and cast the book and stone into the midst of the Euphrates, which is the river of Babylon. And as the book, uh, the book of Jeremiah, sinks, and, and as it goes down into the Euphrates, then um, that is Babylon sinking, and, and, and so forth. So it's a picture of Babylon being cast into the river, the great river Euphrates. And, and, and notice the connection uh, that God is making between the sinking of Babylon and the book of Jeremiah, the part of the Bible. It's the Bible, the words of Jeremiah that were written against Babylon that are tied um, to this stone and cast into the river and and the stone weighs it down and it sinks and and thus Babylon is being drowned. Babylon is being destroyed and it's a, a vivid illustration of the mountain, oh destroying mountain, the mountain that represents the kingdom of Satan as the king of Babylon is a type and a figure of Satan and and Satan's kingdom of darkness, all the unsafe people of the earth, and the final judgment against them as as they are cast down uh, into the sea. Let's just read a couple of other places in the book of Revelation that may begin to make more sense now that we're understanding that Babylon is typified as a mountain and and God speaks of casting the mountain into the sea uh, to picture Judgment Day. In Revelation chapter 6, it says in verse 12, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, 
and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth. Now, as soon as we read that, we know, because it's the Bible making identification. It's the Bible sort of waving a flag to us. Okay, you know this has to do immediately after the tribulation because we're supposed to compare Scripture with Scripture. And we see Matthew twenty four twenty nine, which we read earlier, and other verses that the sun is darkened immediately after the tribulation. That is Judgment Day. So we're reading of Judgment Day here in Revelation 6. And verse 13, And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs, when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And the heaven departed as a scroll, when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. At the time of Judgment Day, God is speaking of the mountains moving. Every mountain is moving. And yes, we we know that um, Satan was down to his last head, representing his last kingdom or mountain, but in a in a real way, at the end of the Great Tribulation, Judgment Day, when Satan was judged, it was a judgment against his whole existence, against all of his periods of rule over the earth. All of his heads came under judgment. And all the mountains, all the pictures of Satan's rule over the unsaved people of the earth throughout all history really uh, come into, into view as being under God's wrath. And so God speaks of every mountain. Now notice in Revelation 6.14, And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together. So there is that reference to the heaven, the spiritual heaven, uh, tied together by the Bible. The Bible uh, is that which unraveled the heaven. The Bible is that which may roll up the heaven at, at God's beckoning. According to the command of God, it is now time to darken all the, the gospel lights in this world. So it's it's like a old-fashioned scroll. You just roll it up, and now the writing cannot be writ. And that is connected to the moving of the mountains. This is all happening in the Day of Judgment. And then another verse in Revelation 16, in uh, verses 19 and 20. And the great city, which would be Babylon, and the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath, and every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. Now, every island fleeing away is a reference to the continents, as every continent is like an island, and and therefore it's picturing the world. And what is the world but the kingdom of Satan? And so God is um, really doubling or repeating the same thing when he says every island fled away, 
and the mountains were not found. And notice again in verse 19 of Revelation 16, God is is clearly, uh, without any question, focused on the judgment of Babylon. And then he speaks of every island fleeing away and every mountain uh, is not found exactly as uh, it was stated in Revelation 6. But Revelation 6 didn't mention Babylon. Revelation 6 was talking about the judgment on the world. And and in verse 14, And the heaven departed as a scroll when it was rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. That's just another bit of evidence confirming Babylon, the judgment on Babylon, and the judgment on the world are one and the same. And, and Babylon is typified by the island and by the mountains. It's, it's the kingdom of Satan. And Satan rules over this world, over the unsafe people of the earth. They are these mountains that are cast into the sea, um, according to Matthew 21. And God's people will be involved. The Lord Jesus comes to judge the world and ten thousands of his saints with him. The complete number of the elect are instrumental in the judgment on the world. It's a judgment that God performs and has written about in his word. It's a judgment God then opens up um, information in his word to reveal his righteous judgment in the day of his wrath to his people. And then it's a judgment we see, first of all, by faith. We believe by faith. We share with others by faith. And in so doing, now we we have done what Christ has done in cursing the fig tree, in believing that the church age has come to an end, that God is completely and utterly through with the churches and congregations, and, and it's an eternal judgment upon them. We believe that wholeheartedly. And now we believe equally wholeheartedly that God brought to pass Judgment Day, May 21, 2011. What did we say in the days leading up to that point, to that date? The Bible guarantees it. What an incredible statement of faith that is. What an incredible declaration of faith that is. And now, uh, in these days after the tribulation, after researching and, and examining uh, all the information that caused us to make that declaration in the first place, and we we go back to the Bible, we review and check everything out, we search the scriptures to really see, is it so? Were we wrong? Were we in error? And we we settle upon this, and we affirm this to be so, that May 21, 2011 was Judgment Day. It was the day God shut the door of heaven, and we believe it. And, and therefore, it is understood by faith. Now, uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And that's exactly what a spiritual judgment is. 
Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.